Hey, Juliet. Yeah, Max. What's that show where someone will frown when they are showered with confetti? Well, that would be Big Brother. Well, hello, everyone. How's it going? This is the Little Brother Podcast recapping this season of BB21. This is our season finale because we watched the finale. A winner was crowned tonight. And Nicole won America's favorite player. America's hearts. America's hearts. I am here back in the studio with me, Juliet Chen Moonves. (laughs) She has made it back for the finale. Yes. She's here to discuss everything. in for finale night. How are you doing, Juliet? Oh, I'm good. I'm good. It was it was a monumental finale night, I would say. Uh, it was some things happened. <laughs> yes, some things did happen. So, of course, Nicole did not win the game, but she did win America's Hearts and she was America's favorite player. Well-deserved, sweet Nicole. The winner, of course, was Jackson Mickey. He won the entire game. The compies rolled too. Uh, yeah. I mean, he was just truly unstoppable. Mm -hmm. And of course, we were presented with that very awkward uh, ending. Yeah. (laughs) The boy that wanted confetti got his confetti, but uh, was it all worth it? No. I mean, he he got dragged. He got dragged big time. Uh, some of it I think deserved. Um. But maybe not deserved in that moment. Yes, yeah, so there's a lot to talk about with, uh, I guess, the final 15 minutes of that finale that we're going to have to break down and try to wrap our heads around uh, what was happening. Uh, yeah, I think all of it was deserved, but I, I think we're both in agreement. Uh, the execution of it was a little puzzling. Um, and Give this... him some time to think about it before uh, you, you confront him with him on national television when his mama and papa are in the audience. Yeah, my, mama. I hope my mama was proud. Mama, I just wanted to make my mama proud. And uh, my, my, my daddy, Fish. Fish. Uh, Big yes, so there's a lot to discuss there. Um, you know, if you're having trouble stomaching a Jackson Mickey win for this season... I'm sure it was worth it to watch right. the, uh, I don't know, poetic justice of you got your confetti, but at what cost? Right. Uh, I've never seen a more somber winner of a reality show ever. I mean, Has there been? No, and anyone would have been feeling that in that moment, especially because I don't think he's self-aware enough to know the things that he was doing. I don't think a woman or anyone has ever corrected him on how he talks to women or about women. And I think, you know, along the lines of the comments against um, the the people of color in the house, it was also him bandwagoning as well. So I think this was a, a rude awakening for him who probably had never, never realized what he was doing was wrong. Not that that's any excuse there's any excuse for that but yeah it caught him off guard his face was beat red yes he had the uh rosy cheeks yeah uh definitely cheeks of a racist (laughs) (laughs) uh we do know that he was talked to in the diary room at least a couple times uh throughout the season especially during uh the pre-jury the first half of the season 
But uh, who, but that was mostly for cheating, wasn't it? It wasn't uh, for like I think there was comments. Jack was getting mad. No, there was definitely cheating, but mm-hmm. also he was. We know from the live feeds that he was talked to at least a couple times regarding um, how his actions are being perceived. Uh-huh. But we don't really know exactly what was said to him. Um, but we know that Jackson also in the second half was working on repairing his image mm-hmm. with women, with how he treats people. Um, in the belly. He had a nice yeah, bad bod st- towards the end Stopped working out as well. Uh, <laughs> of course, upped his ante of watermelon eating. So, <laughs> and Xanax, apparently. <laughs> apparently. There, there, there was a, Jackson was a problematic character, to say the least. Uh, but I will say the second half, he did earn this victory, whether mm-hmm. you like it or not. He basically could not get beat. Nope. And he is your and, BB21 winner. And mentally, too. He wasn't just a physical beast. He figured out that it might not have been the purest of ways to fix competitions in his favor. But he was able to do it. So he wasn't just a comp like beast physically. He was able to mentally manipulate to get to where he was. Yes, this is true. Uh, a lot to unpack with this whole season, and we're here to cover everything about what happened in the BB21 finale. But first, let's do a quick final recap. Are you excited, Juliet? So excited. All right, play that beat. The final three is set. Jackson, Holly, or Nicole are our finalists. One will see the confetti. The three will compete in a three-part HOH competition to win a spot in the final two and the opportunity to choose who will join them in the final seats. Stage one, an endurance competition with the spirit of Indiana Jones. Jackson keeps the winning streak alive and he wins stage one. He is through to the final round. Stage two, a memory rock climbing competition. Holly and Nicole will compete to face Jackson in the final round. Holly with her hidden academic achievements and inexperienced rock climbing drives a dagger into the hearts of Nicole fans across the world. Holly wins and will take on Jackson in the final. The final competition of the season is upon us. Holly and Jackson try to guess the false answers that the jury members provide. Jackson cannot be fooled. He scores a perfect score and secures himself a spot in the final two. It should come as no surprise to anyone, but Jackson picks his showman's partner, Holly, over Nicole. Nicole is evicted and will become the ninth and final jury member of the season. Still think it was a good idea to keep the showman's together, Cliff? You did this, Mr. Hogg. Jackson and Holly are the final two. One will win the game. After the jury debates and questions the finalists, they vote. Before the winner is announced, the show shifts its tone and we get a refresher course over the racism, bullying, and sexism that took place earlier this summer. The votes are in. With six votes, Jackson is voted the winner of BB21. Still reflecting on the allegations, Jackson takes place in what was one of the most somber victory walks in BB history. The boy that wanted confetti all along cannot crack a smile in the moment. Jackson is the winner, but at what cost? Also, on a lighter note, Nicole wins America's Favorite Player. The season is over. 
Jackson Mickey is the BB21 champion. It was an interesting season to say the least. An emotional roller coaster, the highest of highs and lowest of lows. Hopefully, everyone has learned something from this experience. Big Brother 21 is now behind us. It's in the history books, but BB22 is just a fall, winter, and spring away. This was your BB21 recap finale. Happy finale to you, Juliet. Happy finale. Um, Jackson was the winner. Six votes to three over Holly in the final two. Good. (laughs) What a finale it was. Uh, Juliet, was there a chance that Holly was going to win versus Jackson? I had nervousness just because of not trusting that jury and that they were going to make the right game decision. They were going to like make it personal. And they had an issue with Jackson before they left. So that was kind of my worry for a bit. But thankfully, they kind of made the right decision because I don't think Holly Beth should have won. Is it interesting that uh, seasons prior when we saw a Casey beat a Tyler, uh, a Josh beat a Paul, Mm -hmm. uh, Nicole beat a Paul, we were kind of in a trend where the jury seems to just kind of vote more bitter and not for the person that overall played the full game. And, uh, you know, there's a lot of people that w- are wanting to n- no, I don't want to see how a winner's crowned that way. And then all of a sudden it was kind of reversed where people were kind of <laughs> I want to see a girl that doesn't play. <laughs> well, I think it, if it was literally anyone else against Jackson, they would have won. But because anyone else, I think so. I think they would have picked anyone else against Jackson Sis? but they might have that's the thing like <laughs> they actually <laughs> they actually might have it was purely based on the fact that not only was Holly not really playing the game but she was only playing Mickey's game that they were like well we're not going to reward her anyway so thankfully they rewarded the right person for it yeah i mean i disagree i think the this jury was very blown away by just what Jackson has done this overall game. Uh, mm-hmm. 11 competition wins in total. Insane. It all started with the camp director decision. He had a target on his back from day one in the house. I think the jury really looked at that, and rightfully so. You know, Jackson survived 99 days to yeah. make it to this final two. It's a player that, on paper, should not survive. People no. should be targeting. So I think the jury ultimately respected that. I think Nicole had a legitimate shot. That if it was Nicole and Jackson, I think Nicole oh, would yeah. have won. But yeah, they weren't going to hand it to Holly. Um, no. Were you surprised that Holly received the three votes that she did? She received votes from Jess, Kat, and Nicole over Jackson. Were you surprised um, that um, that's how that played out? The only one I was surprised by was Nicole. Uh, Jess. You're uh, good. Yeah. You're good. Um, I was surprised with Nicole. Uh, Jess, I knew she was going to pick a woman anyway because that's the weird game she's playing where she's pretending to be girl power but also is kind of following the men. Um, And then with Kat, she and Holly did know each other already. I don't know if you heard that. They knew each other. I've heard it a few times. Okay, cool. Um, But yeah, so they knew each other and they did kind of have a little mini alliance going on there. So I think Kat just picked Holly and also because I don't think Kat likes Jackson very much. 
<laughs> so she picked Holly for that reason. Uh, the Nicole one did surprise me because Nicole even said, uh, I made my decision after spending this last week with the two of you, which means Holly either made a good case for herself or Nicole opened her eyes to some things about Mickey that we may or may not already know. I think Nicole has always been wanting to take out Jackson um, had that opportunity to take a hit on him with Holly, but obviously we know how that played out. They evicted Tommy instead. And, you know, Nicole's had some great one-liners in the diary room. Congratulations on your luxury prize. Uh, I hope this is a consolation, but when I send you out the door, um, other times when Jackson's talking game with her, she says, you know what, Jackson, go fuck yourself. Um, <laughs> so I think it was pretty clear that Nicole was not a fan of Jackson's game. Mm-hmm. She, she used him. She through him. Yes. That's eventually what I'm getting to is I think towards the end when it was the final three, she saw Jackson's manipulative side where whenever the competition's done, he's kissing Holly, holding her hands, hugging her. They're having their moment together. Then like later in the evening, he's coming to Cole like, how are you doing, sister? Are you doing all right? And it's just like, you know, what's the point of this? Right. So I think Nicole was very over it. And I think also ultimately upset that she wasn't able to make that move to send uh, Jackson out. I think Nicole and what we thought was she's going to win that final three and be the one to send Jackson packing. So, yeah, it sounded like Nicole was going to vote for Holly no matter what. Um, and you're right, Jessica and, you know, Kat, even though confusing jury segment with Kat, um, saying that competitions don't matter. <laughs> it's all social. Um I mean, don't try yeah. to understand what she means. <laughs> we'll talk about that. Uh, we'll talk about that when she gets her own se- series. We'll, we'll also talk about this whole jury segment a little bit later. Um, you mean the entire episode? Um, <laughs> the, <laughs> we. I also want to ask your thoughts about uh, the jury check-in because you weren't with us last week. But uh, let's hold off on the jury just for right now. Um, re- really quickly, though, Jackson is the winner of this season, but obviously... He, uh, we did have a very interesting moment where yeah. he doesn't seem too happy to win the confetti. Um, in an interesting last 15 minutes of the episode for finale night. But ultimately, what do you think Jackson is going to kind of take away from this experience? Um, all he wanted to do was win, and then he got to win. Um, do you think Jackson will grow from this? Because we kind of saw some growth in the second half of the season, I got to admit, from Jackson. Yeah, I mean, he his biggest concern is how he is viewed by his mother, by his family and the people that matter to him. Um, immediately, mom said, we know you're not a racist if you can read lips. He said, I'm not a racist, mom. And she said, I know you're not. And then the next time we saw pictures of Jackson, he's got a big smile on his face again. So all that matters to him is what his family thinks of him. Um, but maybe he will start to watch how he speaks to people things that he says maybe he'll have his kind of censors out when it comes to how he treats women that he is seeing how he talks about women so we'll see i mean he's not gonna have a camera on him 24 7 anymore so there's no way to track what kind of person he becomes but he's got money now so yeah (laughs) he has five hundred and ten thousand dollars because he won that luxury comp as well is that the only comp that he won with money i feel like he won uh, five thousand or something somewhere else no i, I that, that it? that's it he won that extra okay. luxury comp which was an oddly placed luxury comp yeah and also one of those uh conspiracies that everything is created for jackson to win this season 
Yeah, let's talk about that really briefly. A lot of people, though, online think that it, this game was cheated for Mickey, and I understand where this is coming from. Sorry, I call him Mickey. Jackson. I know. I keep going back and forth, too. I'm sick of it. Just call him Jackson. <laughs> What's going on with this? I think that production ultimately wanted Tommy to win this season, yeah. and it didn't work out for them, and I think Jackson just simply just kept winning. Yeah. Um, obviously, we have the have-not cheating that uh, Jackson is now addressing. Uh, I never cheated, you know, but it's like, all right, yeah, yeah. So, like we said, Jackson was a problematic dude. I think production, ultimately, I don't think production cares who wins right. this game. Um, as long as we're watching. I just think the the amount of endurance competitions made stuff kind of fishy. And, you know, the luxury comp, for all we know, was designed to give Nicole or Cliff some money. Right. And Jackson just won that one as well. So, <laughs> he is our BB21 winner. Um, by definition, just a comp beast. Mm-hmm. Juliet, will we ever see someone? Have we ever seen someone play this hard, this strong? I don't think we've ever needed to. I think everyone that is like Jackson is gotten out so early. I think he lucked out in the fact that there was a bigger um, alpha target in the house that he was able to kind of shield himself behind a little bit in Jack. And then once Jack was gone, which they had a breakup right before Jack was gone. Um, he ended up moving to the a good guy almost like seeming like okay he's not so bad because he separated himself from jack so then they started targeting the people that didn't separate themselves from jack that stayed on jack's side so he actually he 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 got a little bit of luck mixed in with his beastliness was able to make this happen and we've never seen that before I don't think we've ever seen that before because anyone that's like him is out. They they get those people out very quickly. Yeah, it's. I mean, that's a really good point. Um, the midway point, though, is when Jack left. Uh, it was like mm-hmm. day 44-ish um, around that time, midway through this season. So there was a whole second half of the season where he was definitely the number one comp threat and yet survived week after week after week. So... Got to give him credit for that. No one really took a swing. And I think that was a lot of credit to the Christy-Tommy dynamic staying in the house where if it all goes down to the double eviction night that, you know, Nicole stayed true to her alliance and targeted Tommy and Christy where, I don't know about you, but I was wrong. I thought that was the perfect move. But it's funny now looking all back, that was the move to swing and take out Jackson. And they could have. And we, you know, hindsight's twenty twenty. We could have been dealing with now Christy-Tommy dominating the game like... You know, but I just feel as far as competitions go, Jackson was just such a comp threat. And now we're looking at this hindsight that that was the moment where Nicole could yeah. have swung out and took out Jackson. That, that was definitely the moment. And then also the whole Tommy versus Holly was a big one, because then if it was if Holly was sent home, then there wouldn't have been the automatic Jackson brings Holly with him. Jackson would have to decide, OK, do I want to bring Nicole, who got out my girlfriend, but did a boss move by getting out my girlfriend or do I want to bring Tommy who I'll probably lose against because he's got all of these friends in the house. So it was kind of a Jackson would have had a different decision making. I'm saying that because Jackson probably still would have continued to steamroll the competition even after Holly had gone. Right. Uh, that, that was Nicole's dilemma though, that if you take out that uh, duo, at least it's just Cliff and I as the duo. And then, you know, you have mm-hmm. better odds to try to work with someone to get to the end. Yep. Now, the thing is, I am still very against uh, Cliff's uh, decision to keep Jackson and Holly. Now, that people can say that's just at surface level, 
Because also, if you're keeping Tommy, Tommy's clearly going to win a final two jury. Yes. So it's tricky because I still say you, t- you do the move at Jackson and Holly. But like we said, we'll just see how this pays off. It did not pay off. Right. Um, and Jackson and Holly are just too much to handle yep. towards the whole end. Kind of crazy. Um, it got to a point where it's just this guy's just going to keep winning and keep winning and keep winning. And he did it. Amazing. He, he uh, made it. Amazing Holly, too, with no uh, rock climbing experience at all, except for that rock wall in her apartment. She <laughs> she nailed it. I mean, no rock climbing experience whatsoever, except for all of those photos on her Instagram of her rock climbing. But she's so it was amazing as a novice rock climber with rock climbing wall in her house. <laughs> yeah, a little fake news there. <laughs> so let's go ahead. We'll, we'll talk more about the Jackson finale uh, towards the end of this show, because let's just talk about how we got here. <laughs> Um, very interesting. You point out the Holly aspect. So the girl can't tell the truth to save her life. <laughs> we talked. Well, that's also in the diary room. So I don't know what the plan was there, but uh, <laughs> definitely fake news um, with Holly and her rock climbing you can't experience. can't mess with Twitter. They will find you. They are the best um, investigative reporters this one in was, the world. But this is Instagram. Um, it's on her Instagram. It doesn't even take that much. Uh, you don't need to be a private eye to find out that she has a post of her on a rock climbing wall. She's Saying, into climbing. this is in my apartment. Is it in her apartment? That's what it's... Well, if I had my phone, I could show you. Okay. But it's... <laughs> Sorry. It says there's a wall in my... Rock climbing wall in my apartment or something to that effect. Oh, so there's like a gym with a rock climbing wall in her apartment. I gotcha. Yeah, I guess I, so. The, the whole point is that we see her climbing... Rock walls on her Instagram. We've seen it before, but she's saying in her diary cam, I've never, even though I come from a place that's all about rock climbing, I've never been on a rock climb in my life. Yeah. And then there's a photo of her, like, at least four feet off the ground on a wall. Oh, boy. Just why lie? I don't know. Uh, We saw that Jackson won stage one, so he was already through. Uh, I, I, I already voiced my opinion last show. I thought that was a bogus competition because... Sure, there was a puzzle involved, but it was really about running back and forth 25 times with uh, uh, these gold medals. So Jackson was through, and it was up to – this is Nicole's endgame. She needs to beat Holly in order to have a shot to take out Jackson to make it to the final two. And it was made for her. And it is a competition. It's a day's competition. But uh, it just – Nicole is afraid of heights, and <laughs> – Holly beat her by a clear four minutes in that competition. The problem I have with this competition is that you want people. The whole point is that there's an it's balance. There's mm-hmm. an endurance competition to reward the people who are good at endurance, but then there's also a mental competition. Was this day's competition really that hard? Because it seemed like Holly and Nicole just kind of got every um answer because most they both of them got the the same one wrong and what did that one that they got wrong have in common compared to everything else everything else had um this person was evicted on this day yeah these nominations were made in this day this competition was on this day the only one they got wrong was when was the day that the clown showed up right so if you want to make this a challenge have more of those questions. Like, when did um, Alan the alien show up? Right. Um, well, they did have that, and that was the one that Nicole thought she got wrong, but she had gotten right, because that's why she was four minutes slower. I thought it was the competition. Um, like, when when did they do the alien competition? But hmm, I don't know. I thought it was when 
when Jack and the alien. Regardless, for the most part, the ones that we saw them struggling with were ones like that. Right. And it seemed like there was only like one to well, two. Well, because you have a cheat sheet. I guarantee you this. I don't know this for a fact, but I guarantee there's a reason these people end up knowing this stuff so well is that there's got to be some kind of cheat sheet that production hands them or that they all put together themselves and that's what you use to kind of remember all of these days and it's your responsibility as a competitor to to review that and study that and remember that but there has it it would like I can't imagine being in one place for almost 100 days and being able to remember oh that was day 27 without some kind of assistance with that so I think what happens is they've got this They've got a cheat sheet of all the competition days and and yeah, that was the only one that isn't on it because they have to think in their heads, wait, when did this happen? I think there is uh, some form. I don't know if it's like legitimately a cheat sheet, but I mean, you pointed like a study it. study sheet. Yeah, but I think you pointed it out that they are in this house with nothing to do. So I think a lot of players do study because they do announce like what day this is and that is. So right. And you saw a lot of moments where Nicole's like, well, the clowns, that happened between 70 and this. So I think that you kind of just pay attention and make mental notes of when evictions are no, happening I don't think stuff. they let them have pen and paper. No, I mean, otherwise. would drive me insane. Otherwise, cliff notes would have been wrote down instead of spoken out loud. <laughs> Regardless, though, it didn't matter that much over who studied more on the days. It was just who could climb a rock wall faster. Yeah. And um, Holly, nice try diary room, has a lot of experience climbing rock walls. And also she's got a foot on Nicole. So she's got long arms and legs. Yeah. Which Nicole does not have. So disappointing. Um, You made a good point when we were watching the finale. You know, we don't want Big Brother to cheat, but they're just like, whatever. Just make it interesting. Yeah. Let's just say Nicole won. Yeah, exactly. Like, (laughs) I swear, and you've said it before, those competitions where everybody's on their own, basically what you do is you compete for so say it only takes you nine minutes to get it done well you still have to stay in there for 30 minutes or or whatever it is because they don't want the contestants to know oh wow she came in after 10 sure. minutes yeah. i'm not gonna win this that they want to keep it all like a, a mystery to to the competitors but it also gives you the freedom as a <laughs> as a production to fudge the numbers a little bit and say yeah, Nicole, Nicole only took uh, nine minutes to do that, actually. <laughs> like, yeah. they can play that game. Yeah, obviously we're not uh, making a statement here that Big Brother cheats. Uh, the statement... they could. This, yeah, the statement is, who's to really know that when we do these competitions where people do stuff solo, like like the jet ski competition, uh-huh. um, with like... Pushing their that, nose on the thing. Yeah, yeah. Overall, it's you could just fudge up the numbers if you you know want to get someone out behind doors. It. I thought those competitions are always interesting because they pop the time up and it just like how do we really know? Because right. we 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 don't get to watch it on the live feeds and then we see an edited clip. I mean, how do we really not know that there is uh, some controversy little, going on? Yes. Um, so make it interesting. Let Nicole win that one so we can. <laughs> so I mean, we honestly were. Really bored after that. After Holly won, it was, what's the point of watching this Jackson versus Holly competition? Yeah. And so here's the thing. So obviously we want Nicole to win fair and square. Um, I'm not going to say that, well, we were hoping that they would just cheat so we can get our way. Obviously you want this game to be fair and even. But that was the problem was stage two seemed like it was more about the rock climbing than really knowing the days it seemed like nothing was really challenged besides when did the clowns show up 
Right. That seemed to be the challenging question. And then this fast forward, because I think overall this finale was sort of a snooze fest. Yes. A.K.A. Uh, a Jessica. Yes. <laughs> um, we call it a yes. The problem was, I don't think these questions between Holly and Jackson were really that challenging at all. They had their answers set up uh, before when we came back from the video. Yeah. And I was shocked. I don't know about you, that uh, Julie Chen Moonves, not mm-hmm. to be confused with Juliet Chen Moonves. Right. Um, didn't say, please wait for me to say answers, please. Because it just made boring television. It was. It was all boring. They were perfect. Uh, they they both got every single one right, except for the one that sealed Holly's fate was she just misunderstood. Um, the cis question. Which I understand. It's live. Um, you know, sometimes accidents happen. But that was it. She would have got it right because she just thought it said cis uh, did get talked to by Zingbach. But it didn't matter anyway, because we all knew that Jackson was going to bring her and she was going to bring Jackson. So it's it didn't matter at that point who won anyway. Yes. So sort of a snooze fest overall. Uh, once we knew Nicole was out of it, it's just kind of like we're just going through the motions. Mm-hmm. Let's talk about if Holly would have won the final three. Is there a world where she takes Jackson out of the game? And if she would, like, should she? There was never, ever, ever, ever a chance. I think there was like a. Have brought him. I think there was a ten percent. I don't think so. I don't think she ever would have not brought Jackson with her. Um, but if she were to to bring Nicole, I think it would have scored her some points, and it might have been kind of a tough jury split between the two. The issue I have with Nicole is that it felt like she wasn't pitching hard enough to Holly before that stage three. She was tired. Um, well, sorry. You can sleep when you're <laughs> dead. Wanted, You've had 99 to days home. to do this. Well, you're going to go home. But how about you do it with $50,000 <laughs> and you just toughen up a little bit? Come on, sweet Nicole. So her Small pitch. Long Island. Well, apparently it's not that strong because I just wanted to go home. <laughs> I think Nicole was always afraid to fully expose something. She had a good pitch to Holly that's just said, you know, you will have a chance winning against me because everyone is going to vote for Jackson, which Nicole was right. Yes. But what Nicole should have been hammering home, and which I think this would be why Holly would win, was going along the lines of what you're saying, but imagine how it would look that at the very end, you win and then you end the comp piece. The you, unstoppable male. You hung on his coattails the whole time and then dropped him when you had the opportunity. That would have been, she would have gone on to legendary status for that because then you're not a floater anymore. And you're a floater with a purpose. Coming from a person, a person that has expressed, uh, we know that Holly is an insecure person. One of Holly's biggest gripes throughout the season was she does not, she's sick of being defined by being a, a showman's, uh, Mickey's, uh, Jackson Mickey's girlfriend. She is over that. So think about how she could have flipped the narrative that, hey. I'm not his. <laughs> day 99, bye. Mm-hmm. I did this. You got me all the way to the end. And I took out someone that none of you could take Jackson, out. Jackson, it's not working out anymore. It's not me. It's you. That would have been, I think, a game-winning move. Um, Nicole gets $50,000 out of being in second place. But Holly taking out Jackson at the very end, I a think. a girl power move, too. Well, absolutely. <laughs> uh, woman power move. <laughs> Upgrade. So she didn't do it. Well, she didn't get the opportunity to do it. Right. 
And sadly, what we found out afterwards is that she probably wasn't going to do it. So it is crazy that I think Nicole could have played a little bit harder, like said, look, you will literally win the game if you take Jackson out. And I'm fine with it because I would love to take second place at least. Yeah. But uh, yeah, Holly, if she would have done it, it would have been great to just see her win to see her make that decision. Yes. Um, but unfortunately, she was saved because I think her decision was going to be to keep Jackson and it would have made her look even more just like a Jackson side piece uh, accessory to this game. Uh, but that would have been, if I was Nicole, really pushing with Holly. But none of this matters anymore because right. Jackson once again won another competition. <laughs> I also love when they just keep getting put on the spot about their relationship. And Jackson's like, well, we'll see where it goes. And Holly tries to make a joke of like, oh, God, no. But you see like the sadness in her eyes of like, yeah, this isn't going to happen, is it? Um. <laughs> Yeah, it's very bizarre to look at Jackson and Holly as a whole throughout this season because I think they were a very powerful duo. They supported each other. Um, I think Holly deserves a lot of credit for kind of taming the beast that yes. was Jackson. Yes, um, Absolutely. I don't think Holly played a really uh, blank game at all. It's just very much Jackson's dominance in this game overshadowed yeah. anything Holly was trying to do. Even if she was a great, great player, which I don't think she was, but I don't think she was a bad player. She had opportunities where she could have won something, but he's just so good. You cannot beat yeah. him. Yeah, and we also kind of doubted his mental side where he won a couple mental comps and also the beautiful orchestrated lie to get Tommy out of the game. So good. Um, a lot of credit to Jackson. I think Holly, the only time she would have stood a chance would be if she had the opportunity to cut him at the end. But it sounds like that was very unlikely Mm -hmm. that that move was going to be made. And I don't think Holly will be on BB All-Stars. No. Um, And poor Nicole, it just, the writing was on the wall. It was over from her uh, on the rock wall. The writing was (laughs) on the rock wall. (laughs) But yes, uh, this was Jackson's game to lose and he didn't let it slip by. When we look back at this, it's just going to be that double eviction night was like the only opportunity to really take out Jackson. And, you know, it's all hindsight, but that Mm -hmm. was the opportunity. And it's hard to look back and go, you should have done it in that moment. But now that's going to be like probably the last chance to really take out Jackson. But baby girl won 25K. So good for her. Yes, uh, that was great. In in what was kind of a dark turn at the finale, uh, we were dressed with a lot of problematic issues, especially that happened in the first half of the season. Nicole winning AFP was the bre- like she was in this whole game, the breath uh-huh. of the ray of sunshine, um, the breath of fresh air. Yes, her reaction was great, and it felt really good. Yes, um, that was a very it good was, moment. Uh, the moment that Jackson actually smiled. Which was nice. The first smile from Jackson Mickey. Since, since was... winning a half million dollars. He didn't even smile when he won half million <laughs> He did. That's what I said. The first smile <laughs> since actually winning a half million dollars. Gotcha. Was, okay. Went to Nicole winning 25K for America's Favorite Player. He was actually legitimately happy for her, which was nice. Um, I mean, Nicole had a bunch of great moments in that. Her spotting her parents was adorable yeah that was um, mid-sentence pulling on my heartstrings because um that's just how sweet of a person she was that when she saw that um the rest of this game didn't matter but you also felt bad because her family's right there and it's like i was so close right to showing you that i could be the underdog and nicole if you're listening we all wanted that as well um 
Most yes. of us want it, but and that's why got, you're the AFP. But she got her AFP, so at least she she won the good person award. <laughs> they they won the better player awards, but she won the good person award. Yeah, and I think when this is all said and done, twenty five thousand dollars is not something to scoff at because we also not know- as a teacher. That's probably what she makes in a year. <laughs> Because this government um, sucks. And obviously we know that they do get paid to be on the show as well. Yes. So there's that to keep in mind as well. But I think that rewarding moment, you know, for to see Nicole you know, get this as a consolation, I think that was so rewarding for her to just know that oh, people were rooting for the underdog. Because you're, you're alone in this game. You don't know what is being said and described mm-hmm. um, you don't know how you're being perceived you know she that, had that moment where everybody in the house was talking about what a bad person she was right exactly so you know and i'm sure that she's dealt with that in her life as well where you know zingbot brought it up you know like has no friends <laughs> stupid zingbot the only thing you know the only thing that would have been great is you know how they announced the top three before the one uh, seeing what went down with their finale, why don't you just another one of those? Why don't you just cheat and just say like Cammy made the top three, right? Just for the fact of just see Jack and Christy and Nick, right? See all their faces. I bet you she was four. Like I wouldn't. We be will surprised. never know, but I we'll mean, she know, was probably but I up there. Be surprised. It is very rare for a pre-juror to actually win yeah. AFP because it usually is someone like Nicole or someone that kind of made right. it this distance because we just grow with them, right? Um, wasn't going to be Holly. So. But speaking of, of Kemi, um, she wasn't taking no <laughs> no apologies from anybody. I I appreciated how poised she was. She had her line of questioning. She knew what she was going to say. And when Julie was like, so you accept the apology? She's like, well, no, because they don't know what they're apologizing for yet. <laughs> like, she didn't yeah. skip a beat. Um, I think she did really well with with that because that was an incredibly awkward situation that she could have gone in a couple different directions. Um, but on camera live, she took that all very well. And uh, I don't think she let any of her fans down. This was a big moment for Kemi. We might as well just kind of go into most of this uh, final 15 minutes that happened. The first half of this season, especially we kind of had, we saw this like kind of gang mob mentality. We had a nine, eight person alliance and a lot of people felt ostracized, um, excluded, alienated, bullied. Uh, there was issues with um, uh, implicit bias, uh, yeah. racism, uh, sexism. You know, there was a lot of stuff that was happening where a lot of people wanted to stop watching. And I know that we were upset. I evicted Jack from my fantasy team mm-hmm. at one point. You know, there was a lot of stuff going on. So I think it was good that the show in its finale did not let this kind of fall on deaf ears. And it was addressed. But uh, it, live, live <laughs> on live television. It was um, they talked about three big things. They talked about the huge um, hateful slash grateful mm-hmm. um, uh, argument against Nicole where they're kicking her out of the room. And the I think bullying. the bullying, I think Ovi spoke to this and spoke very well. Well, Ovi spoke to it because Ovi stopped you, what he was doing and defended her in the moment. Risked his game he to did, just kind of say time. what you guys are doing is not cool. It's not nice. Yep. So that was good that they addressed that. And uh, Nicole, who's not the best at like speaking on the spot and live, handled it pretty well. Just saying like, you know, it was a you know dark moment. 
but um, you know, like forgive and move on and grow with this experience. And I think that was a very um, taking the high road approach mm-hmm. to what happened. It was a very ugly time on the show when yeah. this stuff was going down. Because we'll talk about the other thing that was going on down as well was the whole Kemi situation. Yeah. Kemi was given her opportunity to speak and talk about the things, uh, like especially with Jack. But just it wasn't just Jack though. It, it was uh, the, it seemed like all the other house guests just had a problem and could not get uh, her name out of their mouths. Right, and it, and it was beyond just a, a racism thing. It might have started with a racism thing, but every single person, even Cliff. Cliff was having issues with her, too, and talking about her, too. And it wasn't just bandwagoning around those people. They cited some moment. Well, the some some people online have cited some moments of Cliff during his Cliff Notes, where he's all alone talking to his wife, was talking about Kemi. Yeah, I mean, the Kemi, the Kemi treatment was something that we talked about while it was happening. You know, this was uh, pointed out when Jack got evicted mm-hmm. um, and they showed him receipts. They showed him clips of, you know, they did rice pudding as well with yes. Bella, but focused on some of his moments where he when he was evicted to kind of just address like what was his obsession with Hayden and Kemi. But, you know, for the other house guests, you know, we also focused on, you know, Jackson and Christy for this segment when it was going on about, you know, the treatment. But you're right. What about Cliff? Uh, what about Cat? Cat was also very, you know, I mean, it felt like they kind of had their three scapegoats in that moment, but it was just kind of mainly most of the house. Like Bella was even guilty of this at times. Yeah. Uh, Nick as well. A lot of people had a problem with Kemi. <laughs> said something about Kemi. Uh, yeah, da- David even <laughs> yeah, David think, even said some stuff about. Yes, Kemi. I think I think Ovi and Nicole were the only two people that never said anything negative about Kemi. Yeah, overall, and I think then if we were going in like tears. Uh, or like, you know, rankings of then I think then the other tier was like kind of uh, Sam seemed to be mainly OK with Kemi. You know what I mean? It's, right. It seemed like, you know, but Bella like abolished her friendship with like Kemi immediately. The two of them uh, are like are, they were supposed are, to be friends at the beginning and then just destroyed their. To me, I find them to be just immature. High I guess Jess, girls. Jess never really said anything about Kemi as well. I mean, mm-hmm. Jess. Jess was just kind Jess of just did. there. I saw some. I saw some video of yeah. Jess. And you know, Sis, you know, is kind of more of a follower. Feels like she doesn't really know what's going on. Sis so. was the one that said she was gonna kick her ass and kick Nicole's ass. Because and it blah, felt. Blah, blah. But that's what I was talking about, though. That's the the gang mentality that yes. Sis is just such a follower stuck in the cool kids group that she's like, oh, do I sound cool for being upset as well? Yeah, yeah. She's really upset about the smelly thing. Ugh. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, I think overall, though, it was interesting. I I felt a little thrown off by it where we were just talking to Jack Jackson and Christy as if it was just those three. But we clearly saw it was a lot of the house. Mm -hmm. And this was a blindside probably for a lot of the casual audience uh, because this is more of a live feed that was going on because... This is the problem when you do something like this at the very end. And we'll talk about the David Camp comeback thing as well. But this is the problem when you do something at the very end. You never addressed it mm-hmm. when it was actually happening. So it is very strange and off-putting, especially for the people that are part of the casual audiences, that I can understand that they're a little thrown off and upset by this, that we spent the final 15 minutes of what's supposed to be a wrap-up of the show. We're just focusing on... Um, Issues of racism, yeah. bullying. It's understandable. Negativity. 
Yeah, it's understandable that the casuals are a little upset by this ending because they didn't know any of this was happening because if you don't watch the live feeds and pay attention on Twitter what's going on, you have no clue. Usually you see some fun little comedic reels of, you know, a montage of funny things that happened in the house or you get to see a showmance that has been split up for 20 days reuniting or, you know, somebody gets engaged for no reason. You know, you usually get to see something <laughs> fun like that. Uh, but this season, it got a little dark at the end there. Yeah, I think overall, uh, you know, with the Cammy situation, it was upsetting because it, where I think it was um, dumb because all the house guests, like, they know that they talked, you know, ill of her yeah. throughout this whole season. That They shouldn't have been shocked to hear that this was addressed. Um, but at the same time, I agree with them. It's kind of hard to apologize when you don't know exactly what you're apologizing for, even right. even though I think they know overall that Cammy was discussed in a negative light a lot, but mm-hmm. let's also be honest, a lot of people are also like brought up as well. So it's hard because I think these are also the people that want you want them to be educated. You want them to learn that like their treatment right. was bad, but we're looking at a moment where they haven't been able to be really removed from this game yet, and to really see and kind of learn. Oh, like. You know, what I was doing was actually kind of bad and I need to work on all this. Right. Well, at least Jack was able to see his receipts. So Jack, Jack knows yeah. what he did. Uh, he had a prepared apology all ready to he go had, this he time. He had two months. Jack yeah. was the only one that saw the receipts, like we said. Mm-hmm. So I would love to believe that what Jack is saying is sincere. But yes, it feels very rehearsed, right. planned out. And, the Nicole and bullying he's also been thing. talked to. Yes. And the Nicole bullying thing. It was a moment that they all remembered because Julie said, you know, and you guys shut her out of the room and Ovi, you stood up for Nicole. So can you talk, speak to that? And so that was something where they all were able to remember because she's citing an exact example. Yeah, we're talking about happened. an exact thing that happened, yes. whereas the Kemi thing was a very cumulative over and, so and many days And that's what happened to on. Jackson, too, is that they were able to bring up the camp comeback moment of who he chose, but... Jackson's reaction and beat red face and and David even saying like, yeah, it could have been gameplay because you really did choose the people that raised their hands to also be camp comeback uh, leaders or whatever it was called. The the camp counselor, the camp director, camp director. You also um, you also you did pick the people that raised their hands to be camp director as well. And then you pick the old guy. But Cliff, then you also yeah. pick the old guy and the chubby girl or something like that. Well, no, no, because no, Jessica, oh, Jessica is, did is a person of color right. as well. Um, yeah, so there's also the camp director moment um, where that was all uh, pointed at Jackson mm-hmm. because they cited that moment with the camp director. That is kind of also like one of the things where that happened like 99 days ago, but it's a moment that we can all recall when it happened. But David, when he did get his opportunity to speak on it, he said, you know, when I looked back on it, I think I agree that it was mostly game, but it's hard to not recognize that this was implicit bias. Uh, what bothered me in that moment, though, was Julie kind of wrapped it up when David was saying his speech, when he was actually making a really great point uh-huh. to just get to the Jackson apologizing part. So that's something I also did not like about everything that was happening. I felt like David was actually making a really good point to explain, like, look, I think this was game ultimately, but you have to understand that this looks like an implicit bias that, yes. you know, like right. it, it come out of nowhere. So it was nice you know? that David was explaining that bias. And he also said... Even though Julie did interrupt him, Julie though, when did he was interrupt just making him, the good and, point. But he also said, he's like, you have to look at the explicit bias. And Jack, this goes to you too. Because he was supposed to be addressing Jackson and the camp director moment, but he 
could not let go. He was like, no, but Jack, this is for you as well. Because I think, honestly, looking at it, um, I think Jackson's definitely guilty. But I think Jack was really the the biggest problem well, with a lot of this stuff And like happening. I said, he was. there were two alpha males in the house, but Jackson was the smarter of the two to take the step back. He said, I can go by Mickey. That's my last name. I'll go by Mickey. Like, Jackson always let jack be the alpha and that's what made jack more the target and i think some of and that's i think why jackson was so shocked by the racist accusations was because he was just kind of following that bandwagon he was being the meathead guy that just did whatever jack said and agreed with jack all the time during then once he and jack split up that's when he started gaining the weight that's when he started kind of transitioning into a different kind of guy joking around with kind of the the less of the cool kids because he's no longer a part of that Christie team yeah, I mean, I think Jackson's still not innocent at all. No, not at all. I think Jackson all. is very much guilty for yes. um, his picks for camp director, uh, his nominees for banishment, uh, where he had a good uh, logical reasoning behind who to pick at the same time. Do not go with that response. I don't see color. Uh, you you saw what was going yeah. on. And if also, if, if you are... Uh, trying to pretend that you don't see color, then maybe like mix it up a little bit. Right. Um, yeah. I mean, it wasn't a good look when it was happening. I just didn't like that it was all on Jackson because we looked at this one moment like that was the only racist moment that was happening. We know right. that Jack was a big, like a bigger, if not a baguette. The the, the <laughs> a baguette. A baguette. <laughs> right. Like Jack was a huge issue in this house as well, and I think Jackson, the second half Jackson, was a lot more easier to handle. Uh, I would have hung out with second half Jackson in the house. I don't know if I would have <laughs> hung out with him as much. but would have hung um, on his coattails. <laughs> get you 50000 Um Yeah, it was just interesting because I think it wasn't fair that it was all thrown on Jackson. And I do not think that he was prepared for this at all. Um, I don't think there was a moment that no. like, hey, we're going to bring this stuff up. Because you can see when we went to the commercial breaks, he's you know, l- l- looking at Holly like, Holly's calming him down because he's not a like, racist. What are you talking about? Yeah, this isn't that wasn't okay. It's hard overall with these segments because I want to see, I want them to see receipts. Like you said, Kemi said, it's hard to apologize when you don't know what you're apologizing for. I think ultimately, Kemi doesn't even care if she gets apologies from them because she's just kind of over it and over this experience. Mm-hmm. Um, Although she's having a good old time at the pool parties with all these people. Yeah. It would have been a little bit more helpful if we're actually playing these clips to get like some kind yeah. of clarity of what like the whole goal is that they can learn and grow from this experience. Well, I mean, honestly, what CBS should have done and would have made fans happy uh, and also would have squashed a lot of these things was address it on when it happened, address it in that live eviction night, like take some time out. Make it a short HOH competition. Do something to give yourself 10 minutes to address the things that are happening in the house right now. When it's something this significant uh, that's going to change the face of the entire season, it needs to be addressed. Especially if it's the negativity of we're hearing people say the N-word on on the live feeds. We're seeing... You know, people being having doors slammed on their faces for doing nothing but not being cool. We're seeing people being called douches for no reason. Like this was an aggressive house, that group of eight that became nine, even though even he wasn't a part of the cool kids. Mm -hmm. That group of people were hurtful and mean to each other, to everyone. And CBS should have taken a moment to address it. 
to try to stop it. And then if it happened again, then they can come back on eviction night at these people and be like, Jack, so we had this discussion and then you continued to be this person. Let's look at the tape. Yeah, because what we do know is that Jackson and Jack were spoke to in the diary Mm -hmm. room. We know about the rice pudding comment with Bella that uh, Tommy... Uh, a few other people were like spoken to in the diary room about what they thought about that comment. Mm-hmm. Um, and of course, we, we were met with responses like, oh, no, no, it was a thing about the slop. No, that wasn't, you know. So like, I think there was a way that Jackson and Jack knew what was going on. But like like we said earlier, there's no way to really know what they were informed of in the diary uh-huh. room. They could have been just told vaguely like. Hey, there is some stuff being said. It's getting perceived wrong. And because we know that Jackson was working on trying to clean up his image. Mm-hmm. But yeah, if you don't address these moments while they're happening, it's really hard to do this then like 90 days later or 50 yeah. days later. On, an, um, on a day that's supposed to just kind of be a happy, fun day. It's the finale. It's kind of like punishing your dog like weeks after they peed in the house. <laughs> yeah, they could have done that. It's a tricky situation, though, because... You know, you don't want that to also affect game, you know, because the part of Big Brother, like why we love it, fly on the wall cameras watching this social experiment. And we right. that we definitely got that. We got that to a degree of this is something for even audiences out there to learn from. You yeah. know, I'm really glad, oh, like, ultimately that CBS did address this issue besides just letting it go away yes. in general. Because the first half of the season, this was a huge issue. Camp comeback, the image of David Kemi and Ovi, three people of color in uniforms, sitting on stage as the first three evicted officially from the house, did not look good. And you cannot no. shy away from that image. And they had to address something. Julie Chen posted a picture uh, on finale night of the pre-jury sitting on the steps outside of um, the studio. Just like, look who's all back together again. And it's David, Kemi, Bella, Ovi and Sam and somebody made a comment of oh this looks like the front of my math book from high school because it was just a per- one of every kind of person of color just in a row and those were who were evicted first from the big brother house every <laughs> right. person of color in the house except for Jess was evicted from the big brother house before jury yeah the, I mean <laughs> I, and the I, only I, reason I, Jess stayed is because she was zero threat whatsoever to them. When you see the pre-jury show up and you see this mix and the only white guy is Sam who didn't speak uh, one second and he was the loudest one in the house. Uh-huh. Um, it, it tells you something. He and, turned his mic off, I'm sure. And like, <laughs> they didn't even give him a mic. Um, and like I'm saying, it wasn't a good look when you saw the three evicted in the uniforms. I think camp comeback. Um will never be that will never be used ever again. No. Um it was a smart idea but it did not pay off at well because we've already had complaints about this show before of possibly picking off um you know maybe not just as minorities but just picking up people that are different and you kind of end up with this like same kind of a uh, uh, random cast of just like white men Tamar and women. Tamar was the you know? first African American to win the game. Yeah, oh Tamar, Tamar. from from Celebrity. <laughs> Tamar was Tamar was the first African American to win Big Brother. Period. And you know when David got banished, he said, "I was hoping to be the first, uh, you know, person of color, uh, not person of color, but a uh, black man to win this game." Um, it has been something, and I think Camp Comeback just kind of finally gave him like the, the ultimate, mm-hmm. like this has kind of been an issue with Big Brother and their casting. You know, it's good that they addressed it. Mm-hmm. My issue is is that the huge tone shift to just doing the final fifteen minutes at the end of the. Uh, episode and the finale 
casuals don't even really know that this is going to happen because you haven't touched on this at all before. It seems like it comes off a little bit more confusing yeah. than really educating people on what happened this season. Right. What should have happened is there should have, well, if they weren't going to do the mid-season, like I said before, where they address it while it's happening, it should have been addressed in the jury with the jury members. It should have also been addressed uh, after the finale night in an interview. Julie could have done a separate online interview and said, uh, done, done some promo for it, finally addressing these issues of bullying and racism um, and hatred in the house. We've brought the entire cast back for a conversation. They can do that. They have them all under contract. I think this is the only show that doesn't really, because Survivor does it in stuff, really do like just kind of like a reunion special. It's right. weird. A lot of the shows have reunions. Why do we, what, Big Brother, if we would have a backup reunion where they could actually watch this back, that would solve all of this. Yeah. And give them another another episode. <laughs> because where I hated Christie's reaction to everything, like blaming it on hormones, um, I can't blame her to a degree How because she you? doesn't know. I had my period. That's why I was a I bitch can't, for the, 90 days. There's part of me, though, that empathizes with Christy because she doesn't really know exactly she what she did. She has no idea what she did. That's a, But that's what I was saying about she's Jackson. she's uneducated. And Jackson as well. Um, he Jack- didn't know. No, no one's ever been like, hey, Jackson, maybe you shouldn't bang some girl and then talk shit about her and then bang her friend the next day. Yeah, like, I think if they do a reunion special where they could just actually watch everything, be prepared. Let these people go home and watch what happened and read everything people were saying about them and talk to the people that do love them and then come back a month later yeah because you know like christy jack and jackson all said that it's like when i get to watch this back then you know like nick as well you know like yeah yeah that's gonna help you a lot because you haven't been able to even look at social media to really know no. the, the storm that you're about to kind of walk into um, the most they got was caitlin herman saying be careful what you say. We can all hear you. Yeah, and, and also, now she's like besties with Christy all of a sudden. Well, and also the America America's field trip. Uh, mm-hmm. That's what was a little shocking. I think Jackson knew that it like you know some people didn't like his image because he knew what was going on during America's field trip. Yeah, um, he was proud of it. And I think now that's kind of uh, well. I think he was more proud of the fact that Christy couldn't handle that America doesn't yeah. like him. He's like, oh, I know. But Chris, like... I think Jackson just thought it was because he was part of that bad group. Right. Um. So that was his real rehabilitation to mm-hmm. get away from that group and you know kind of repair his image um yeah i think there was a lot of clues throughout there but this would have been a beneficial reunion special but on the other hand everyone is watching now the most the biggest audience we have right, right now for big brother so it was also to educate the casuals as well mm-hmm. just a interesting tricky situation it was a big tone switch um i, I did not expect it was going to happen but i also didn't expect that the jack thing was going to happen mm-hmm. and Overall, I'm glad it happened because I think it needed to happen. It needed to be addressed. It cannot just kind of like get washed away. Mm-hmm. Um, but I also kind of feel bad of how it got played out because there's the people that are being rightfully, you know, accused of things. Uh-huh. Just not knowing how to respond quite yet because they don't exactly, they haven't had time to really understand what mm-hmm. they did wrong because they just, they have some growing up to do. Yeah. You know, we also, I don't want to make this an excuse, but we forget that Jackson's 24 years old. I know. Um, They're all children. He's a 24-year-old guy from Tennessee that's clearly very dependent on his mom still. He hasn't really grown up that much. No. Um, I'm not saying like 24, it's like he's a baby. Right. But uh, and he's got his 48-year-old girlfriend now he's got to deal with. <laughs> his old buzzard. <laughs> 
uh, I think we can kind of wrap up what happened here um, and then we'll just kind of go into just kind of our final thoughts and everything. What was said and done in the house, you know, like this, just say like the entire like hateful rain, you know, most of that isolated incident that happened, you know, there's definitely implied biases that seem to kind of reflect on all the behavior that was happening in this house, but it's just kind of hard to nail down overall just where everything went wrong it was just kind Mm -hmm. of it showed us overall representation of what the gang mentality uh what it is like to mix different kinds of uh people up inside this house and um we're hoping overall that everyone can grow and learn from this yeah and correct those said behaviors and and that next season when people come into the house they recognize what happened this season and separate game from personal and if somebody is hurt or somebody is treated badly, they recognize that and change their behavior. Yeah. I think what's important is you can look at, you can just look at the board of all of the people that were on the show. They picked two black people, one Asian person, one um, Latino person. And it's maybe just make more of a 50-50 of people of color and white people because it's just not, it's not cool. Yeah, the, the, the camp comeback look was not a good look, but it isn't just the house guests to blame. It's CBS's to mm-hmm. be blamed as well. Um, hopefully, you know, the players and people that want to be on the show in the future will learn from this experience. But also, you know, hopefully CBS has kind of learned from this experience as well. And then hopefully casting can grow as well. Like, let's be a little bit more diverse. Open this up. Let's make this a more Open diverse house. So, you know. We can kind of see something kind of evened out, you right. know, because we haven't seen that really yet. So hopefully CBS will kind of like learn from this and be like, we don't want to see 15 white people. No, uh, in this I don't want to see 15, 20 year old white people and one old guy, you know? Yeah, it's age as well. It's everything. I mean, it's, it's sex, age, race. Remy like, and Jerry. This... We had two old people in that season, you know, and that was a great season. Also, I heard that Remy will be doing the round table replacing Dr. Will. Uh, <laughs> Um, Dr. Remy. Have you ever seen someone win a reality show of this magnitude? Uh, With a frown? And, and look no. so devastated and somber when it's over? No. And I mean, I, I, and I told you this on finale night. Like, as much as I think a lot of the things that were said to him were deserved, I felt bad for the guy. It took away the moment that he's been hoping for. He couldn't even enjoy the fact that he just won that money to help his family because he had to process that and think is my mom about to walk up to me being like yeah that wasn't cool (laughs) he didn't know you did everything in your power you played dirty you got to the end you got your confetti but oh by the way you were very problematic and you have racist issues you should uh and people think you cheated you should see nick as a therapist and we can kind of move on (laughs) he'll just nod and ignore you yo he's got great hair now all right let's move on from all this let's talk about nick and bella Oh. So, Juliet. Can we talk about it as long as CBS did? Oh, Nick and Bella dated? Cool. Bye. <laughs> that's not I, all that's they all said. That's all I wanted. All I wanted was a Nick and Bella explosive, explosive but, reunion. And that's all I got was I, meh, meh, mad at him. Well, no. I mean, I, you can tell that Nick was uncomfortable and he wasn't ready to face Bella. You could also tell that Nick did not know exactly what they showed from the jury segment with Kat and him. And uh, Bella was holding up this, like... Uh, ring or some kind of thing of jewelry that nick gave him and you know she it's let probably him his chain she, or i think something. she was well spoken i liked her new hairdo i mean yeah, bella's got some growing up to do but she said all i asked is that you don't make me look like an idiot on live tv and, and you, what, you what you've done um and nick goes ah, it's 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 my head um 
your penis head. Chris, <laughs> Christy's uh, blaming her hormones. Uh, Nick's just complaining his thoughtful head. Um, I mean, I don't understand what women see in Nick. I mean, his hair does look better now, but I mean, Kat hated him when he came to the house. So how did he manipulate? Like, how did he get into that one? I'm surprised he wasn't hooked up with Julie Chen, Moonves <laughs> at the end of it too. Just or like Jackson's mom, right? Uh, Juliet, you weren't with us last time. Uh, what did you think of the jury segment with Nick and Kat? Uh, I, hot I, takes. I'm just saying, like it, it was shocking. Um, Kat just wants to have fun. <laughs> I think if Sis wasn't in the house, we probably would have seen Kat and Jack hooking up. But <laughs> Nick, really? That was the biggest twist I mean, of this season. I mean, was it was the Nick, only option. Nick is uh, the Bachelor. He will be on. <laughs> oh my god! I Yo, what's up? How's it going? Yeah, I really appreciate your game. I'm upset that I didn't get to see a Cat and Brett moment. I wanted the two of them to meet on camera um, in the finale night. That's I all am, I wanted. But I mean, I feel bad for Nick because Nick has you know his relationship with Cat. He has his relationship with Bella. His relationship with Tommy and his feet. He has his relationship his with, with sis. sis. There was a picture of Tommy and uh, Nick topless in bed together that Nick posted or Tommy posted on. And it Insta. will be framed and put into <laughs> Nick's private practice called Mr. Uh, Hansy. Oh, God. So his BB comic will his be up BB there as comic. well. It'd be like. Uh, yeah, so- I'm interested to see what profession Nick goes into because I don't think anybody's going to hire him. I am going to take the show on the road. We're going to go to Pennsylvania and we're going to find out how Nick's practice is doing. We, we should start doing reunion shows with people. I'll act like I'm a child uh, wanting <laughs> therapy, therapy from Nick. Therapy me right I'll now. I'll have a mic on me and just be like, so tell me about Kat. <laughs> Bella. Uh, yeah. Ugh. So much. So much. Right, this talk, because we are talking about jury... You know, another thing that was really odd about this segment is I love the Dr. Will uh, hosting as well. But the overall, the jury thing just kind of was a letdown. I don't know. Like, uh, usually those are really fun. I kind of look forward to the roundtables. It's but... never going to be a Raven roundtable. So we just have to move on. Yeah. <laughs> well, nothing will ever be the Raven one. That is the all-time apex mountain for me. But they've usually been a little better because it's more people understanding game. But it just kind of felt like... Uh, you know, we focused on Sis just being still confused by the game <laughs> and kind of calling out that Holly hasn't done anything in the game. And Nick called her out like, well, what did you do? She won two HOHs at least. <laughs> um, yeah, Sis. And, you know, I, I feel bad to pick on Jess. But, like, you know, just you had these clueless people on the jury roundtable that just don't really even know what no. they're talking about. It seemed like Sis was just confused about everybody's game. Mm-hmm. Um, and then we got Kat's big uh, pitch of, like, Comps don't really mean anything. It's all about social. But, you know, Tommy goes, I mean, he has a huge social game. He convinced two people that I was lying and got me Uh out. Um, It felt like it was just a bitter jury, but it was just such a blah jury. Yeah. You know, it uh, got Jack just calling Dr. Will Doc and Bud. he sucks. (laughs) And also the the whole, like, looking into my own mortality, seeing Dr. Will with a full head of gray hair now. I just, I don't know if I can... Keep going with the show, knowing that he's getting older means I'm getting older. Yeah, well, it's it upsetting. is. Yeah, I mean, it is BB 22's a summer away, so you know, 
I can't wait to be doing this show when it's BB fifty. When it's BB twenty eight, I will. When it's BB twenty eight, I will be have been watching this show for twenty years. I'm proud of you. <laughs> That's so upsetting. <laughs> that is so upsetting. That's not, there's nothing to be wrong with that, and also. That's in six years. Why are you worried? Let's just go oh season by season. Uh, Dr. Will will still be hosting. He'll be like, tell me about whose game you Wait, respect. how old do you think he is? Uh, well, in six years, Dr. Will is going to be like Tales from the Crypt age, like 85. <laughs> yes. Hello. Oh, Jerry's age. I'm old. Oh, yeah. I just think overall the construction of this finale, uh, I'm hoping that Big Brother eventually one of these seasons will just get a finale right. I had problems with last year's finale because we spent more time on Swaggy C proposing to Bailey than really anything else. The thing about this finale that was weird is that we get the jury roundtable segment. We get uh, stage two, but then it's just kind of a snooze fest because stage three doesn't really matter anymore because it's Holly versus Jackson. I don't understand why we can't just find time in a schedule to have all the jury members ask questions. I think both Holly and Jackson did good in their respective ways of answering the questions. Mm-hmm. But uh, another thing, once again, glad that they addressed the pre-jury. Right. They had that moment. It does still bother me overall in the finale that Holly is trying to give her answer to represent why she should win the game. And Julie's interrupting her and um, kind of going, well, we have to move on. You know, we have to move on. It bothers me that we rush every single season for one reason or the other. We rush through the question part, which I think is the most interesting part. It's the people that are going to be voting on who wins this game. We should take our time on talking about this. Mm-hmm. And we have to rush because, well, we have to do another segment. And last year was the same deal where we had to move on to Swaggy proposing to Bailey. You know, you you know exactly. I'm right. We though. knew for it's twelve weird. days. We didn't even get questions from Cat. Right. Um. There was two other people I kind of forgot who who else was missing from the questions. Sam. It, well, Sam's a pre jury. Oh yeah. So, um, it was just you know, it always feels like that part's rushed, and it's so weird because then you find out it's rushed because of just the other thing we have to do after the commercial break. Right. And I mean, no, just we make have the commercial... show another half hour longer. Yeah, just for the finale. Why not? Yeah, you make know? it a two hour finale. We'll watch it. We'll watch the yeah. show. Um. But they had to do the Survivor thing. Well, that's fine. I mean, Survivor's a good show as well. But I think that's oh. the thing. I think it's that Big Brother is just still on that cusp of not being so popular that it gets two hours. Yeah, that's I a just shame. something would just. I mean, make use of the time that you have. Then it's just very off-putting when we always get to these uh, juror questions, and it's just all we want is just to have a very nice uh, back and forth to just really kind of help us understand why people are voting the way they're voting because that's the thing that we're really fascinated with because it's all about jury management. Juliet, compared to Jackson and Holly, what did you like about their answers? Anything that you didn't like about their answers? Was there anything that kind of stood out for you as far as that question, um, the jury questioning segment? Well, I think that Jackson mentally prepared to get a few questions and know knows how to answer things and he does answer things in a very canned way but hey (laughs) such is life answer things properly holly however kept going on and on and on and repeating things that she had already said and contradicting herself a little bit sometimes and it took her a while to get to her point which a is a little weird for a beauty pageant contestant to not be able to answer properly. She's but a B, beauty pageant. I mm-hmm. thought she does like wine safaris. No, she. Ha- that's how she knew Cat was from the pageant 
circuit. Oh, was so, it from rock climbing? Okay. Oh, they they were. That's her talent. Actually, <laughs> I'm sorry. that's keep, her talent in Miss America is rock climbing. Keep 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 um, going. Sorry, but there's you know she's going on and on with her answers, which isn't uh, a beauty queen's kind of answer. It's more of an answer of a liar trying to ex- over explain things when she could have just said very simply. Look, it took me 85 days to sit on this chair. Uh, The only reason I sat here was because I was the last option. Yes, I hid behind Mickey for a lot of things, but wouldn't you? He was an amazing player and I got to work with him. And I am here because when he couldn't win a comp, I did. Like, that's all she had to say. But she kept going on and on and on. And and Julie had to stop her every single question. Well, yeah, because they they had to get to 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 the racist stuff. (laughs) But, But I'm saying there's... That, that, I think, is one of the other reasons that if I was even thinking about voting for her as a jury member, I would have been like, she doesn't even know what she's talking about. Whatever. I'm giving it to Jackson. I think Jackson kind of bummed me out a little bit where I think he's a well-spoken man, but it was very like much like a politician. It just felt like he didn't really fully answer any of these questions. No. Like, does Jackson know what jury management means? Uh, Cliff asked him a straight up question about jury management, and he started talking about the boat room incident. Right. Um. Like, well, I think what he was saying is like, I knew I lost jury management when that happened. So Yeah, but he didn't even say that, though. I think he started talking about, well, when the blow up happened, I had to be with this alliance and then I had to break away from that alliance. It's like, yeah. But he that still was, could have managed uh, them better. But hey, he won. Was, so his jury management won. Yeah, I just, uh, yeah. Jackson's so well spoken, but it was like so political feeling. It mm-hmm. was uh, just kind of funny to me. The thing that I was very disappointed that Holly didn't bring up, because I think this was the best part of Holly's game, was that boat room incident of they know each other. (laughs) Holly, really, that was her best uh, play the whole summer. And it was simply just eavesdropping what was going on and able to just kind of boldface lie and flip that around when she's kind of backed in the corner that she's getting outed that her relationship with Kat's an advantage. Mm -hmm. Because Jackson was very faltering at that moment. He uh, spilled the beans to Jack. Their whole alliance was turning on them, and Holly was able to keep a target off her back in that moment. And I think that was her best moment in the game. So I wish she would have owned up and talked about that a little mm-hmm. bit because it wasn't even it didn't even get brought up. Another question I wish she was asked, but she wasn't, was if you won final three, who would you have taken to the final two? And obviously in that moment I would have just lied and mm-hmm. said Nicole. Said honestly, um, I had this whole plan. And I would have told Jackson yeah. beforehand, like, look, if they asked me that, I'm gonna say this. Sorry, bro. <laughs> yeah, exactly. So, I mean, overall, I think Holly did pretty good with it. Um, I, I can't fault a person for not being ready to answer certain questions. Um, I can. Because there's a lot of stuff going on in their head and you kind of get put on the spot. Like, I prepare notes to do this show. So mm-hmm. I understand that there's some times where you kind of get lost into how to bring up this stuff. Overall, though, finale night, confusing night. Uh, you know, I think Big Brother's going to make headlines, and I'm, I'm glad that um, the issues that happened in the first half of the season were addressed. It was very important. Jackson Mickey is our BB21 champion. Mm-hmm. Juliet, do you feel good about that, um, wrapping up our summer I that mean, way? I mean, as good as I can with that final two. Uh, he really did play his heart out at the end there. It would have been great to see Nicole win but i kind of super like that she won america's favorite player anyway because i think the support of the people watching almost means more than the money sometimes yes and she's gonna she's gonna be able to make money on cameos she's gonna be able to make money on appearances after this she's going to continue to be a beloved teacher if she decides to stay there uh she's gonna be fine 
Jackson just simply, he's the winner. We're always going to wonder why we were so focused on calling him Mickey over Jackson. <laughs> but he dominated this game. Mm-hmm. Um, does where, where does he rank for you on all-time BB winners? Is he up there by the the Derek, the Dan Giesling, or is he kind of like lower on your... Um, he's he's mid-senior level. He's, you know, he's not one of the worst winners ever. He's not one of the best winners ever, but he's higher on the list. I think, yeah. I mean, he kind of defines some new things where, where someone can dominate um, competitions like he did, 11 wins and stuff mm-hmm. like that. He made it through with a showman's, playing hard, Huge target on his back, made it all the way to the final two. I don't know if that's going to change how we see stuff in the future. I mean, I think people are just going to be even more scared of the alphas than they already were. So they're going to, they're, they're not, nobody's going to give up the chance to get out the alpha now. Yeah. And the showman's thing is going to be interesting because I think everyone already like, everybody oh. already targets showmances. That's why the, the most successful players are the ones that, that pretend their final two isn't their final two, like Derek and Cody. Right. They, people didn't actually know how close they were in that house because they were smart. Yeah, I just can't believe that he actually did win this. Um, of course, uh, we have uh, a fantasy draft to wrap up as well. Mm-hmm. Juliet, what are the final results of our little brother, big brother 21 fantasy draft? Well, unfortunately for me, the Nakwamen have won. Who owns the Nakwamen? That would be you. Oh, I won one. I've lost to you two straight seasons, Mm -hmm. but I am the winner now because I had Jackson on my team. Uh, You took him off for a while. Yes, I did expel him for a little bit, but uh, the producer said I can't uh, drop that many people, so I had to bring him back. And it's funny because I am the producer of this show, so one of the producers. I did win, so that means I get to pick the camping trip. Yep. At your expense, so I cannot wait. We'll do a special report from the woods. God. And watching Juliet Chen Moonves deal with Mother Nature. Bugs and scorpions, because we are in Texas. Mountain <laughs> lions, I'm sure. Or there were bears here. Victory tastes so sweet. I was playing chess, not checkers. A boy wanted confetti. I did it for you, mama. So... <laughs> All right, we're about to wrap it up. Of course, this is the Little Brother finale for the recap show for BB21 because we have no more things to talk about uh, until another season of Big Brother. We have one final goodbye to go, and this is not to any house guest. This is simply we're going to be doing our goodbye messages. The final of the season, we are going to say goodbye to the season that it was, uh, BB21. Juliet. Yeah. Are you prepared to say goodbye to BB21? I think it's time. It's time to let it go. All right. So we're going to go ahead and play that piano one last time this season, and it's time to say goodbye to BB21. Big Brother Season 21. At the end of the day, the season wasn't that bad. We just got off to sort of a rocky start, like any summer camp needed to get to know each other before we really could enjoy it. It started rough. The steamrolling hatefuls caused a few to lose faith in the series. But once they imploded onto themselves, things were looking good. I kind of liken this season to The Wizard of Oz. You've got the good witches and the bad witches. You've got Nicole, who kind of just wants to go home. You've got Tommy, the dancing munchkin, popping around with his lollipop. 
Holly, for you, I wish courage that you can be yourself and be honest with yourself. Jack, I do want you to have a heart at some point. Goes for you as well, Bella and Nick. And sis, all I want for you is a brain. The shower mances were fun. Thanks for another enjoyable season. Can't wait for BB22. K-I-T, L-Y-L-A-S, until next summer. BB21. Thank you for giving me something to do and talk about this summer. You were a two-act season for me. The first half was kind of rough. There was camp comeback, bullying, racism, an alliance that called themselves grateful, but they acted pretty hateful. But the second act restored my faith. The playing field evened out and we got some great consistent gameplay. Jackson is the champion, which is problematic to a lot of people, and rightfully so. But he did earn this victory by simply just winning every competition. 11 competition wins this season for Jackson Mickey. At the end of the day, nobody could beat him. It was a season, big brother. There were ups and downs, highs and lows, but I have no regrets. There were several Love Island-like hookups, confused looks from Jess and Sis, buckets and buckets of Christie's tears, pre-existing relationships, watermelons, Annoying massive alliances that go by numbers. Cliff Notes. OV's Cookies. Segregation. Manipulations. Fear of Birds. Jack being dragged. Jackson being dragged. Jackson being called Mickey. Holly being called Beth. And there was a truck driver that kept yelling, Send it! Hopefully you learned something, Big Brother. Let's do better on casting for next season. I will always stay faithful to the show, so you should do everything in your power to make BB-22 the most enjoyable to the fans. Bye-bye, BB-21. Farewell, friends. Farewell, indeed. Juliet, it was great having you. Um, Thanks for having me. On this bumpy ride of yep. BB-21. Sorry it's been I a missed summer. a couple of them. It's okay. Uh, you didn't miss them. We missed <laughs> you, though. Um, <laughs> it's been uh, it's been an interesting summer. It is now fall, even though we both live in Texas and it's still 100 it's, degrees. I'm on fire right now in this room. Um, we're ready for BB uh, summer to be extended. Um, but... Uh, Probably see you on the Celebrity Edition. Yeah. Uh, well, I wanted to talk about that quick because I think Celebrity Big Brother isn't coming back. We will be back to talk about if there is some kind of form of Big Brother this winter. We will mm-hmm. definitely cover it. But I think uh, officially Celebrity Big Brother is dead in the water. Mm-hmm. So, Julia, do, do you think uh, they might possibly do like an All-Stars kind of like quick like month long? I don't know. I mean, they the last All-Stars was its own ep- was its own season, was season seven. So, so it would be really great to have another one. I think it'd be great because I would love next summer to see a new fresh cast of mm-hmm. uh, characters. It'd be fun if uh, 
they choose to not go the route, which I think they are, to get rid of Celebrity Big Brother, it'd be kind of cool to see maybe like a month-long accelerated just all-stars cast. I mean, if we're going that direction, I would love for just a month-long cast of just the worst players ever. So like maybe we call it like Dum Dum Season, and it's just like Jesses and Sisses and Ravens, and they all Ooh. like come together uh, to play, and we just and it's almost like a, a prank show competition to see who is the 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 worst oh. of the worst like that's that's kind of my dream for a mini season i i love that idea actually <laughs> uh so we would have definitely jess uh raven i think sis has to be thrown in there pull amber back in um, from uh season eight the one that cried all the time wamber oh yeah amber um i think i'd also like kathy from uh um, oh I yeah think, the uh, cop tell uh, Whatever, the one with uh, Giesling. <laughs> and uh, Rennie's the host. Because <laughs> Rennie wasn't a bad player. but <laughs> Sounds would, great. That would be a great season. I like that a lot, actually. I mean, I, this this whole uh, season of Little Brother has been me giving better ideas to CBS. So I hope you're listening. listening. Um, hire me. <laughs> we, have, we have patent on all these ideas, though. So give us... Uh, in the words of Jerry Maguire, show me the money. Show me the money. I'd also Which do better casting. So. Uh, yeah, we, we'd be happy to cast for you. Um, I think also a fun season as well would be maybe just like a season of all the America's favorite players. I think Ooh, that would be kind of fun. That would be fun. Um, or just simply all the winners. Just boom. Just like a Royal Rumble. Because <laughs> wow. it would be kind of interesting to see a season with Derek, Dan Giesling, you know, Dr. Will, if he's not too old to do it um, <laughs> from his wheelchair anyways Terrible. we'll see what happens this winter sounds like celebrity big brother is not a thing also side note um the other night juliet and i did get a chance to see mr tom green we did uh the the t- we watched uh, his comedy and it was great tom yep. you were awesome thank um, you for coming to austin it was funny because they put on some of the advertising Tom Green from Celebrity, from Celebrity Big, Big Brother. Brother. Never said Tom Green show. Never said um, road trip. Just said Tom yeah. Green from Celebrity Big Brother. I thought that was interesting. Of just is are we in a generation <laughs> that thinks this is what all he's done? Right. Um, well, he. Scary. I mean, the only thing that he said about Big Brother in it was that he got there and didn't recognize any of the celebrities, which I always think is funny because they all act like they know each other because they're supposed yeah, to. Yeah. But he didn't know who anybody was. Well, and then he made the joke. He goes, "Oh, they used to be famous." Yes. He's like, I oh, used to Kato. Gotcha. Um, yeah, so it was great seeing um, a, a celebrity Big Brother alum, our favorite from that past season. Yes. Uh, but of course, it's Tom Green has done many, many other great things. But uh, yeah, it was great seeing you. If you're listening, Tom, uh, we love you. So we do. It was a good Come show. Uh, overall, though, Big Brother 21 is in the books. It's in the history books. Uh, that means we are all wrapped up on discussing this. But Juliet, it was. It's been. It's been a pleasure this summer. Yes. To uh, navigate through this season Thanks with you. Thanks for hanging out with me. Absolutely. Thank you all for the listeners as well, the ones that stayed with us through till the end. We appreciate uh, you listening. Please like and subscribe. We're going to have some other fun stuff through the Grilling Out Network coming up soon this fall. And uh, Juliet, where can they also find out, follow us on Twitter? Because we, we'll, we'll love to keep talking BB no matter what on Twitter. We always like to tweet still. So We love tweeting. Uh, we are Lil Bro Podcast. You can follow Twitter. us there. Juliet puts up really fun things, uh, little polls. Sure. Says a lot of stuff. You're just hilarious. I am. <laughs> and, uh, and 140 characters of hilarity. 
yeah so that's 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 gonna about wrap it up for us um thank you all for listening uh big brother 21 done from inside the little brother house i am max and i am juliet chen moonvez the one and only (laughs) thank you all till next time bye 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 bye